Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe. One, two, three. It's a hard next life. It is a hard next life. A hard next life. Oh, it's a hard next life. Barry's playing the. You're either giving a blowjob or playing the flute. What is that? The, cl- <laughs> the clarinet. That's the no, clarinet. The flute would be like this. That's what instrument you think is playing right there? I do. I don't think it's a flute. To me, it sounds like a flute, not a could clarinet. Clarinet is like a clarinet. I don't really know like my way to too well. <clears throat> what up, Knicks fans? And what is up, Barry motherfucking D? What is up, Craig? Oh, soft, Barry. Why are you so soft tonight? <laughs> I don't know. Ah, I'm waiting for a blandy that, drop right that, now. I don't know. That's going to be... <laughs> that's, oh. oh, Barry's getting soft on us, Jay. He's getting soft on us. <laughs> Barry's best when he's soft. And good day to Jay, a.k.a. Blanderson. Good day to you as well, Craig. Guys, with the NFL playoffs right around the corner... And the NBA season full swing. Bet online has you covered with all the up to the second odds, news, and scores. With additional odds, lines, trends, and info on both desktop and mobile, you can access the world's best wagering information anytime. Head there today to get into the action and see all the updated odds. Remember to use promo code BLEAV to get your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Bet online where the game starts. Barry was just telling us about some big money you put down tonight, Barry. I put down money every day, just about, Craig. But not always big money. You guys got together the other day for the football game, Yes, we did. To watch that instead of a Nick game, which I think is really questionable, even though... I DVR the Nick game, I watched it the next day. I wanted to watch football in real time. It's the playoffs, bro. Okay. Dude, preseason basketball takes precedence over playoffs. I watched three Nick games in one day, Craig. That's how much of a <laughs> Knicks fan I am. That's a lot. That's too much. Wait, you were you were backed up three games? I was backed up. Um, so on Wednesday, I watched two the two prior games during the day and then the game <clears throat> that night. So three Nick you games didn't know, that one day. You didn't know the won. results? No, oh. I knew the results, but I wanted to see the play. So I was and not did, very happy with did you guys win your bets for the football game? I won three bets that night. Yeah, I won. How much money did that um, take next you? Night. What do you mean? How much money did you win for the three bets? I won about 50 bucks. Which I don't bet as much nice. as Barry because I, I don't have as much money in there. No, but that's good for you. Yeah. And Barry? Last weekend? Uh, yeah, last weekend was pretty good. I won like 200-something bucks. See kids, see what you can do if you just go to bed online. Yeah. You don't even have to be 21. Do you have to be 21? Probably not. Probably not because it's out of the country. I know people that are 16 that bet online. Really? Yeah. That is interesting. We've been doing this ad forever and you'd think they would say you have to be over 18 or something gamble like resom- Gamble responsibly. They don't even make you say no. that. They don't, they give, don't a give a fuck. They don't, That's not they in don't there either, no. We got little kids wa- listening to this, and they might be going to bet online. 
Is that possible? I don't see why not. I mean, can't you just put in a fake a fake birthday? As long as you've got Sorry, an email. Is, is Trey betting it? No. Not really, no. He's in a fantasy basketball league, but he didn't pay money to do it. All right, let's talk Knicks. Winners of eight of our last 10. I didn't even realize that until I just looked at- You know why, Craig? Because they haven't looked good. Is why. (laughs) Even in their wins, they haven't looked good. But but it's nice to get Jalen back. It's nice to get Jalen back. Jalen was awesome. He's the difference maker. Against uh, the Wizards. Do you know how what Jalen's numbers are since OG got here? Do no. you know, Barry? No, I don't know. Listen Craig. to this. 27.8 points per game, mm. 8.4 assists, mm. and 3.6 boards in January oh, look, since OG Take that got for here. data. He's setting his sights on, where's the All-Star game this year? Indiana? He's setting his sights on Indianapolis because he wants to be there in February, man. And Julius Randle is not far behind him. Since OG got here, 26.4 points, seven and a half boards, 4.6 assists. They're making a case, strong case. These guys, ever since OG got here and RJ stopped clogging the fucking court, apparently, (laughs) are lighting it up. But the Knicks are not looking good, according to you. Well, dude, the starting lineup, I'm happy with. The starting lineup, I think, is great. Fantastic, even. It's the bench. Yeah, that's a problem. This bench is not good. Especially with Josh Hart out now, it's even worse. It's even worse. And 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 let's be honest. I mean, Josh Hart, even on the bench, he's a role player. Miles McBride, as good as he's been, he's still Deuce McBride. He's got his limitations. And then Achua is doing nothing for you. They've got no true center to back up Hartenstein. That's a problem. Grimes, his minutes are down. I mean, you think th- his minutes would have gone up since quickly got out of here. His minutes are down. He has not looked good. They got a major problem. And I mean, how many days until the uh, the deadline? But they're, you know, we got to keep our eyes on that clock for the Knicks to make this move. And that's where they got to make the move. Either get a backup center because we don't know when Robinson's coming back unless they know. But you got to fortify this bench a little bit. I mean, there's no points coming from this bench. Um, you know, without IQ here, so and, and it's guys? brutal to watch when that when it, that it, that bench yeah. unit's in the game. It's tough to get through. Uh, OG's playing 43, 44 minutes a game. They're all playing ridiculous lately. amounts. I mean, did you look at the minute distribution in the last game? It was ridiculous. Tibbs has no choice, and it's the second night of a back to back, and like the the backup people are playing like 10, 11 minutes total. It's true. But yeah, well, you're right, and they can't go on like this for the deadline. What do you guys, of all the names you're hearing rumors for, what do you want the most? If you have to pick one player or one position to fill, I don't care one who, player what it or is, one position. The, I need we need scoring off the bench. Yeah, lots give of me... names you're hearing out there like Dejounte, Brogdon, Burks, Clarkson. Yeah, Drummond's. I, Jordan Clarkson. I saw. I'm intrigued by that more than anything. I like else. the idea. Yeah, I like the idea of a spark plug off the bench that has a bag to his game that could get you something when you need it. You know, um, like yeah, like a Jordan Clarkson. That that in, that but, entices but me. But as Utah, see, but the only thing is, is Utah like Utah's having a surprisingly better season than people thought. So would they be willing? 
depart with him. You know what I mean? Like somebody like Brogdon, I don't want him, but the Blazers suck. You know? So getting somebody, prying somebody away from a team that sucks is probably a lot easier than prying somebody away from a team that is doing better than they expect it to be doing. So there was I, a rumor I, I read today that, that Utah likes Quentin. Um, and obviously Quentin was involved in those trade rumors when Donovan was with Utah. We didn't want to give him up, but could involve Quentin going there. I actually want... I still want Murray, so I'm holding out hope for that. I think you get him and this team that it's sort of finding its identity as a defensive team right now with OG joining and DeJounte would make that even more so. And what, that and pushes Dante to the bench move, for scoring? Move DiVincenzo to the bench for scoring. Debo? That's what I want because I, I think it's worth – I don't think giving up two first round picks, which is what they want, and some team friendly contracts, that's nothing for a team with this many draft picks. So you basically wouldn't lose much of anything and you get a borderline former all star. They owe him a lot of money, though. Didn't they just sign him into an extension in the offseason? They did, right? I think he just signed an extension. They did, but you would have every position set for the starting lineup. Again. Locked in. You're going to need some bench performance. That's, and Steven again, Dante, goes to the bench, and he's he's having a great season. Not, he is having a great season. I agree with you. And yes, that amplifies our bench a little bit, but not enough. Certainly not enough to make a run in the playoffs. Yeah, because he's not a scorer. You know what I mean? Like, you, Yeah, you but you're going to get, by getting, if you get DeJounte and DiVincenzo, that's more production than... Clarkson and DiVincenzo. You know, you're going to get more out of that. It's got to be the right fit for this team. I just, I don't see it there. Um, again, I don't have a problem with it. Ultimately, yeah, maybe it makes the team a little bit better. But you need a move this season that there's no question puts them up enough to compete with Philadelphia in a seven-game series, to compete with Milwaukee in a seven-game series. And even adding a DeJounte Murray, I don't think does it in and of itself. Well, who you does You need to get bigger up front. Look, there's a there's much smarter guys than me in that room. Um, I just hope that they have a fucking plan. The The big man thing is, is really huge for me you know especially if hartenstein finds himself in foul trouble or hartenstein continues to play these big big gonna minutes run him into the ground i mean the effort he puts out all the time and you know he's made comments about the rebounding that you know all of a sudden has like you know jumped off the page off the box score every game for him and he said it's really just about wanting it more than the other guy and that's what he does for you. he's always putting himself out there and like Blandy said, he's going to get run into the ground playing these minutes. You know, we, we need somebody behind him. Well, I'm sure, you know, I was just, that was just an exercise where I made you pick one, but yeah. I'm sure the Knicks will get pieces if they feel, I mean, they, it's obvious they need. I also Look, just I still, like the, I, I was just going to say, I like the idea of Clarkson because he's already coming off the bench in Utah. So he's, you know, that like, that's his role. You know what I mean? 
Yeah, he doesn't mind that role. Um, you know, he's another guy, and then all of a sudden, look, you got another six man of the year candidate. You know, he's been there before in that in that conversation. I just checked. He's um, thirty. He's thirty one years old. He'll be thirty two in June. And what's his contract situation? Uh, that's a good question. That I don't. I don't know. He's got a four year. $51 million contract. I mean, he's averaging 18 points off the bench this year for them. Well, he's making, actually, this year he's making $23 million. Somehow. Yeah. His contract is through the 2026, 2025-26 season. Yeah, and, and and I want to just uh, I kind of misspoke. I said he was a six of the six man of the year candidate. He actually won it in twenty twenty one. Very nice. And Dejounte. Oh, he is a free agent after this year. What? Yeah. Is that, no, that, that can't be. Oh, no, he's not. <laughs> what am I... He, he just signed an extension. Wait. Literally, in the offseason. No, he's uh, in 2024. I think so. I could swear so he just signed an extension. You look that up, Landy. Look, the, the only confidence that I have, and it, it is confidence, is that I still feel in what's going to be, what, this is their fifth year um, at the helm, Leon Rosen Company? Fourth year or fifth year? Fourth year. Fourth year? Be the same number of years that Tibbs has been coaching. So I guess this is fourth year, correct? Yeah. Yeah. Um, they've not made a stupid move, in my opinion. Well, for this whole time, and if they did, and you want to say Kemba, but again, they rectified, they they, they righted the ship rather quickly. I mean, Fournier. Well, again, yeah, for I mean Fournier. Okay, that was their their worst move, but it didn't, it didn't, it, it didn't hinder them. You know what are you talking uh, about? Sure, the Fournier move. Well, you 20, just got is it twenty million dollars tied up? Yes. Yeah, you just got this money wasting on the bench. It's a, I understand that, but they're still a winning team. They're still a winning product. You know, right, some but they could be winning more if they had that money spent more. Okay, wisely. but I still say their batting average, you know, is above three hundred. There you have know, been I more still, wins than losses. That's for sure. Yeah. They've they've showed the. Is it though? I don't do. know because because they you know they sign RJ to that enormous extension, and then. They have to basically give up more assets than they should to get OG because of that. But they've again, I mean, look stupid, at look they've at the made fit. other stupid moves than Fournier. Is OG and an OB not like the perfect puzzle piece fit for this team? And how he great is. he's looked in just the ten games that he's been here. I mean, he's got the proof behind it through the other seasons, but just in these ten games as a Nick. I mean, his his 
his game is great. He's, I love watching him play. Oh, you know, it's a great his fit. defense jumps off the screen. He's a great fit, but you have to admit that the RJ contract extension was a mistake. And drafting Obi over Halliburton or whoever else was a mistake. Look, nobody's, nobody's perfect. They haven't, you're just saying the only thing they've done wrong is Evan Fournier. They've made a lot of mistakes. They've Again, had to trade. They'd have. To, they've had to, had to trade off bad contracts that they that they signed. There are some front offices that make huge mistakes and get chased out of the town that they're in. This front office has not done that. Again, like Blandy said, they, they've made more good moves than bad. Yeah, look at the Hartenstein signing, the Brunson signing. You know. There's some front offices that just get super lucky and they step in shit and they, you know, they don't know what they have. And then all of a sudden this guy comes out of nowhere and blossoms. There are some front offices that do that. I think this front office has put in the work. They're getting the guys. They're, they're building the team the right way is what I want to say. They've drafted well. They turned those guys into players. Um, you know, they're going to work for them like they did you know, with the RJ into into OG. I know we wanted a lot more from Quickly, and Quickly's probably going to provide a lot more throughout his career. But ultimately, it's to to build a perfect team. And maybe you have to take a minor step back to make a bigger step forward. I just don't want this whole season to be a step back. Remember, when we, signed, remember when we signed Kemba? I forgot about that. Yes. Yeah. He's not even starting in Europe, I think, where he's playing. And we were like, what a bargain. Yeah. Craig Murray signed a four-year, $120 million extension in July. Yeah, I don't know what I was looking at. <laughs> Which is why, three years ago. why people were waiting no, I was for, looking for at... now, because it was only like a week or so ago that he became eligible to be traded, right? Because you have to wait a certain amount of months before you can be traded after signing. So yeah, a four-year, hundred and twenty million dollar extension. Well, honestly, there's nothing wrong with that. I mean, that's a good deal for the type well, of player. He here's is. here's the other problem I've had with this team. Even though they've won eight out of the last out of their last ten, the turnovers and the sloppy play, and we've seen that from the starters too, has been really putrid. And a lot of this is not against good teams. It's not against elite defenses. And yet they're just really sloppily turning over the ball. Just errant passes, guys not paying attention, not being where they should be. Um, so that's obviously not something that the front office can fix. That's something that has got to be done from in-house. Players have to take accountability. It's just, you know, I, w I was enjoying watching a good product of basketball the first three or four months of the season. And again, it's crazy to say because eight out of their last ten. But again, I mean, it hasn't come again. It hasn't come against great teams, you know. Aside from Philly, um, you know, they're beating teams that they should beat. So I don't want to get too hyped up about the eight out of ten. I'm worried about this team. There's too many holes in this team. I mean, the, the I would say the team is nothing without Brunson. You know, like. Yes, yeah. I, I know you say, were just praising the front office and all that, and they did sign him. But you saw when he was out for a couple games, and then you saw when he came back, they could do nothing in the fourth quarter without him. 
Yeah. And you're right. That's when Jan- Julius is turning the ball over and over. He's so clutch. Like he legitimately is, I think, like an MVP level candidate. Not because the Knicks are going to have an amazing season or he's going to put up bigger numbers than everyone else. But if you take him off of this team, I don't know. It could be a lottery team. They would be so bad. Yeah. And you could just see it when that switch flips in Brunson and he just says, I'm going to take over this fucking game. Because it happens over and over again. And the moment in the Wizards game, I believe, came after the whistle blew. And he just, with one hand, threw the ball up in the air and it went in. And he's just like looking at his hand, like mystified. From that moment, it was just him every possession. And he couldn't miss. He would either draw a foul or he'd make a tough shot and just down the stretch led to 20 points in the fourth quarter for him. And he's so fucking tough. Like he's turning ankles. He's hurting his legs. He's limping out there. He's, yeah, he's getting bashed to the stop. floor. You just hope it doesn't charges. catch up to him at some point. Yeah, I mean, he's hope, not a big I'm guy. Sure, I'm sure it will. You know, he, he, everyone can only take so much of a beating. And it's interesting, I don't know if those reports were true about someone in the Knicks organization saying when they got rid of Quickly and RJ that they got rid of the... And that they were soft. Of, of, the, of the final like two soft guys or something that were in the lineup. How do you say Which that is Quickly a terrible is thing to say. Quickly though? He's a little light on his feet. Uh, who the fuck knows, man? They must have, maybe, I don't know if that's true. I could see how maybe he's... Considers soft by people in the organization. I mean, he's great and his work ethic is, is great. But there are times, maybe he's soft because sometimes he's a little bit of a fucking clown out there when he's playing well. Yeah, I don't look maybe at him as like a like hard-nosed that. player. And then RJ is super quiet all the time. So you can say that he's soft. Just because he takes it to the basket all the time doesn't make him hard. He's soft, he's quiet. He's, he fucking you know, sat out five games for a migraine, so that's fucking soft. <laughs> exactly. <Yeah. laughs> right there, they're like, "That's forget, get this soft guy out of here." And Emmanuel quickly swimming on the court after he hits a few threes. I've I always had a feeling like Thibodeau probably doesn't like that shit. I'm sure he I'm sure he did not. Tommy no, no, he doesn't like it. That's not that's not no, the like kind that, of thing that he endorses. Like when he's prancing around against the Celtics, nothing good comes out of that when you do that. Guys, you want to hear some voicemails? Ralph called. We have a first-time caller, long-time listener. Did you hear that? It. Yeah, did you hear um, quickly talk about that after his yeah, first game in Toronto? Yeah, he told him to just Toronto? have fun. Yeah. And he said it was the first yeah, yeah, yeah. time that a coach told him to just kind of have fun. Yeah, Thibodeau never told him to just go have fun. You kidding me? I didn't know someone had to tell him to have fun. He was having a lot of fun. <laughs> Go have fun. Yeah, go have fun because it doesn't matter if we win or lose. We're a shitty team. Just go have fun. Now they'll be even worse. I mean, he played for Calipari. He played for Thibodeau. I don't know who he played for in high school. But yeah, those are fucking tough coaches. Calipari's not telling you to go out there and have fun. Right. He's telling you this one season you're playing here is going to set you up for your life. Yep. So there's a lot of stakes there. All right, Blandy, give us some voicemails. All right, here we go. 
This is Ralph. I just wanted to thank you all for having me on your show last week. Um, I enjoyed it. It was fun. I hope uh, your listeners enjoy it. Um, I've still got some more stories when you, if you ever want to go again. Oh, he's, I have he's one about Frazier. I have one about Rolando Blackman. Oh. Got a few things. Anyway, hmm. y'all take care. I'm fixing to enjoy the, well, I hope enjoy the Nixon Rockets game tonight. Hope we win. It's been kind of up and down. Injuries, lack of effort. Um, just not shooting well. Uh, I don't know what to make of this team. I guess I hope we have another trade because I don't think this is going to cut it getting into the playoffs or, you know, going far into the playoffs. So, anyway, what trade are we going to make, guys? Bye. Yep, well, we talked about that already. You know what's great is now that we have had Ralph on the show, I know I know what's a picture what he's calling it. Wait, did he leave it running? Is that what happened? There's another forty seconds left in this. Oh, he didn't hang up again, Ralph. <laughs> but we don't really. He's watching TV again. Hold on, let me move to where there's actually some sound. So you guys, so Ralph did have a good time on the show. You were worried about it. Weren't you worried about that, Barry? No. No, we weren't. Oh, that we said some things that might bother Ralph? Who said that? No. That's that's not what we said. Didn't you say we might have crossed the line with Ralph? No. No, that's not what we said. I'm looking forward to hear the, hearing the Clyde Frazier blowjob story he told us He told us he's holding. I don't remember him <laughs> mentioning anything like that. <laughs> You don't? No, I don't remember. Barry, do you remember that? With the uh, fur coat? The blowjob with the fur coat? Oh, yeah, yeah. When, when, he, when he talked, when he said, when Clyde lifted up the coat and he said, now you go beneath, but you better watch those teeth. Yeah, I remember that. <laughs> uh, you know what that is? That's provocative, Barry. That's... Okay, that might have crossed the line. Oh, yes. None of that is true. T- can we, can we take a break for a second from the voicemails. Craig. There's something I want to workshop. I think the three of us should workshop right now because it could become a weekly bit. Oh, boy. My fear is that Clyde's been saying some crazy, wacky shit lately this mm-hmm. season. Um, it like might be he's time. not all there. It like might he's be not time all there. to put him out to pasture. The, the, the problem and why I want to workshop this, you'll tell me if you think it'll work or not, is because he's beloved and he's a legend. And I don't know if we could come on here week after week and dog the guy, you know? Uh, Blandy, play one of the clips that you have from the last couple of games. I'm going to go with the first one that you sent me where he asks Mike the question. Okay. What do we do exactly? What do you mean workshop it? What are we Um, doing? See how it makes – we're going to talk about it right now. And then after we talk about Clyde, we're going to say, okay, let's reflect. How are the listeners going to respond to this? Are they going to hate it? 
that we're poking fun at Clyde? Or do they like it because they think it's funny and, and no, you know, I think this is his thing. This is part of Clyde. Like Clyde. Yeah. Okay, so go ahead, Jay. Because we can go to pull three refs, Mike. I played them on the two refs. Oh, it's been since the Did you hear that, Craig? Oh, like, so he just realized. Like, he just realized that that there's three refs on the court. (laughs) And he's been watching games. He wants to know when, and Mike says, it's been since the 80s, Clyde. The 80s. Yeah. There was a couple weeks ago, a couple weeks ago, I sent you guys a text during a game because, like, twice in the game, he said, like, oh, Julius Randle has only one point. And then later on, he said about another player, and then. Whoever was there commentating with him said was like, Clyde, that's the uh if you're looking at the scoreboard, that's the personal fouls they have. <laughs> Julius <laughs> has like fourteen points. <laughs> and then another thing that he does all the time is, you know, Kenny Albert or Mike Breen, they'll be like, Oh, Randall's got fourteen points and six assists now. And Clyde will say, and he's got fourteen points too, Mike. <laughs> I've heard that a couple did, of times this season. Did you hear him the other day? It's a thing on Twitter. So I guess he goes on social media where they talk about in the office. But he called um, Malachi Flynn angry Dante or something. He, he was <laughs> well, like, I no, hear people, they're calling. People they're, call him people evil Dante. Calling him, I know. People call, people him, call evil him evil Dante. But on the, yes. on the game, Clyde said, I think they're calling him like angry Dante. Oh, just he didn't get it exactly right, <laughs> but he's obviously paying attention. I mean, yeah. he's he refers to Divincenzo as Debo. He calls him Debo. Not yeah. Sometimes I guarantee Devo. you, he's never Other been called that in his Debo. life. Debo. Debo with a B. Yeah. Yes. You haven't Debo. caught that. Sometimes it's Devo, no. and sometimes he calls him yeah. Debo with a B. It's about fifty-fifty. It's about fifty-fifty, Craig. So let me play this other one. Play, play the next one, Jay and Craig. Try to. Explain this one to me. <laughs> you know his brother, the half brothers in the in the hockey played uh, last week. Yeah, yeah. The, the mom came in to see both guys. That was very provocative. <laughs> provocative. <laughs> so, so are we that, laughing that at his Quentin use of Grimes provocative? Mom. Yes. Quentin, Quentin Grimes', Grimes mom, mom comes to see her two sons. Both of them play, play basketball and hockey. And, and that's, that's wait, hold on. He wants to choose his word carefully, and he comes out with provocative. That's very. And what's the definition of provocative? Not I looked that. it up, Craig, because sometimes words have like three different definitions. Yeah. <laughs> what is provocative? Is exactly what you would think it means. <laughs> There's nothing provocative not- about watching <laughs> your children play sports, and if there is something provocative about you watching your children play sports, that's a problem. Yeah. That's the kind of thing so you I go to two, jail I see for. two definitions. Causing annoyance, anger, or a strong reaction, and then arousing sexual desire. Yes. So, yeah. So, it's neither of this those. This is Clyde's just strong desire to use, use big, big words. Big words Even if he doesn't know what they mean. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean... Can we hear that one again? I just want to hear that one again. What is he doing, folks? Oh. All right, here we go. You know, his brother, the half-brothers in the, in the hockey uh, played here last week. Yeah, yeah, the, the mom came in to see both guys. That was very provocative. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
Uh, I mean, this is just from like the last two games, Craig. So we can do this every week. What did he mean? What do you think he meant for provocative? I don't know. I don't know. That was very exciting. Do you think he meant? Like for her to see both kids? Maybe. But how do you take the leap from exciting to provocative? Well, arousing sexual excitement. I mean, does he have a thesaurus in front of him? And and he just read something incorrectly? I mean, does, does, does this, you know, Barry, you're talking about workshopping it. Does this have the possibility of turning into like a, a modern day Ian, uh, Begley, Ian Begley situation? Yeah. Yeah, when we used to goof on Ian and his press conferences, particularly like we really the need to be listening during carefully Zoom. during these games and getting anything that we we can. Yeah, I'm on. What it. a shame that that went away, and oh, with COVID, it's right? COVID, you know, there are there. I don't really watch a post game show. Are there press conferences where Ian Begley asks questions now? There's that locker exist? room stuff, um, and Tibbs does Ian Begley do, SNY. Okay. Yeah, Julius, <clears throat> excuse me, Tom mentioned, oh. he's mentioned a couple times <clears throat> that you came into camping. You all right? Which right? is the one when somebody asked Is that all you have? That's Alfred, that? Alfred Payton uh, said, Ian well, Bagley? some water. Yeah, Tom, we, <clears throat> we've highlighted, excuse me, Julius, is the shooting, especially from the perimeter, uh, how he's having a career year, but also you look at, the assists, and you just watch the games, the way he's distributing the ball, finding his teammates. Was that a point of emphasis That's from you? One. What about this one? Hi, everyone. Reggie Bullock's here. If you have a question, raise your hand, and I'll bring you into the room. Ian Bagley. Oh, is this where she bails on him because he doesn't respond? <laughs> Ian, I think your mic is not working, so we'll come back to you. <laughs> and then this beauty. Ian Bagley. Tom, is Derek also a game time decision or is he not playing tonight? <laughs> what was that? He passed gas at the end there. Was that I couldn't tell if that was him or Barry laughing. That was from him? Yeah, no, that, that was, was that was from the audio. That was him passing. I don't gas. remember that at all. Yeah. Oh, Wasn't there one that had something to do with his kids or something? Uh, oh yeah. Derek, have you so had a chance to see any of uh, Halliburton? The rookie Kings guard, Daddy, and if you have, what do you think of him? No, I haven't. I haven't. Um, Daddy, I heard a lot about him, but <laughs> I remember oh, we were like, Daddy, "Go to a fucking private room yeah, to do the Knicks press conference." Yeah, right, man, you need some water. Yeah, I live in some water. <laughs> Jeez. Uh, those were good times. All right, so maybe we do this with. I mean, Barry, you've been on top of that, so. All right, let's all let's all keep an ear out. There also, listeners, if you yeah. hear something, text us, voicemail us. Whether play it's it a for really us. bad pronunciation of a of a name, or Barry, what was the one that you said to me the other night? How many times are we going to have to listen to him say what? Oh, oh yeah, Fred. Oh, Van. <laughs> he Van calls Fleet. him Fred Van Fleet. Fleet with an F. Always, hundred percent of the time. And, and he he's also been doing kept that for years. Alperen Sengun. And Kenny would be like, Shengun. Well, that's not that bad. Right, but, that's but not Kenny that bad. would say, Shengun, and then he'd say, Sengun. I don't think he really attempts to say the names correctly. I think he just says what he thinks they are, and that's all that he worries about. 
Yeah. By the way, Blandy, are you are changing subjects here real quick? Are you talking about Dolan in your news segment? Yes, I am. Oh, wow. Okay. Just want to make sure we do hit on that. Yo, I, I got that. Because I don't know enough about him. I want to hear about this. Okay. Uh, are there any more Clyde the clips? Or no, that's it for now, just Craig. those right. two for now. All right, let's play this, the, the last voicemail we got. Okay. What's up, guys? This is Dan, uh, long-time fan of the show, uh, first time calling in, but uh, recommend the show to everybody. You guys are awesome. Uh, I Last episode, I, I know Dr. Dickey's kind of been MIA, and uh, you're looking, you know, for a new rap line drop in there. I don't, I'm not a producer. I don't have a beat to put this behind, but I got something for you real quick. It's, uh, we went from Magic and Larry to MJ and Kobe. Now we basking in the glow of Mr. OG Ananobi. So I don't know, you know, someone's got a beat back there. We can put that together. But uh, also uh, just, you know, been a great start to the year, obviously. Nick's looking great. The Dallas loss was disappointing, but Kyrie came out on fire. The game was called really weird. Uh, definitely a bullshit. No offensive call on Josh, whatever his name is, on the Mavericks. <laughs> Green, uh, right at the end of the game there. And uh, that little bobble rebound thing when they got four rebounds in a row and scored. Anyway, but, you know, yeah, it's loss. You know, you move on to the next game. And tonight we play the Grizzlies. Got a good feeling about this. Uh, I think it's going to be a big win. And, uh, yeah, that's it, there. you know. Again, uh, you guys are great. And uh, <laughs> looking forward to uh, this game tonight. All right. Thanks, Dan. Don't be yeah, a stranger. Thanks for calling. calling in. Barry, what would you give Dan's rhyming on a scale of 1 to 10? Be honest. Um, lyrically, I give it a solid... Seven and a half, Two? Craig. Oh. No, <laughs> solid seven and a half. Lyrically, yeah. I think it rhymes. I, I, I don't, I don't understand. I, I just I don't understand the choice of players. Yeah. yeah. He, well, who, it's because he, they rhymed. <laughs> but he but, named four players that weren't on the Knicks. Right. Magic and Kobe. We never Kobe. had Magic. We never had Kobe. From Magic and Kobe to to what and what? To OG and an Obi. No, there was two other players in there. Are yeah, there sure? were two other players. Bird from and- Magic and Kobe to blah 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 and blah 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 to Basky in the glow of OG and a note. No. Now do we you, need fucking Doctor Dicky back. Do you want to hear? Play, doc, play the Doctor Dicky. The track. whole thing. Play play the whole fucking thing. All right, hold on. Yeah, we're gonna we're gonna find a golden Dan. Nugget. I love that you called I in. Love that you're a long time listener. Love that you're recommending to us to everyone, but. Nobody can replace this track from Dr. Dickey. Nobody. Yes, sir. It's Dr. Dickey up in this bitch. Let's fucking go. Welcome to It's a Hard Nick's Life, the show that you can't play around your wife. And don't even get him started on Randall, because he don't know how to handle the stress one. of being in There's the one. NYC. The lights are too bright at MSG. That's also why Thibodeau can't see that the starting five can't hit an open three. Just have a little patience with Barrett. He's going to be more Weasley than a ferret. Most folks forget that he's still 21. They expect him to be the next LeBron. Now Leon Rose has risen to oppose all of the damn Knicks previous woes. He stays making hella savvy moves while James Dolan's just sings the blues. We're out here to start the combo. Why we need an old school Rondo. Playmaking really ain't our strong suit. This feels like a house of ill recruit. But let's not try to focus on the strife because it's already a hard Knicks life. 
Oh, wow. Nice. It got it got really weird at the end. Yeah. So, I, I don't wanna, remember that as I much play as I thought. This I could. line. This this is the one that I one of the three that I put aside. Playmaking really ain't all strong suit. This feels like a house of ill recruit. Did you catch that? Did you say ill recruit? No. The like dying animal in the background? No. He didn't say recruit. Let me play it one more time. Playmaking really ain't all strong suit. This feels like a house of ill recruit. It sounded like he said this feels this feels like a house of ill recruit. To me it sounded like he said this feels like a house of ill refruit. And it's supposed to be repute, right? Repute. Repute. There's no R in there. That's a house of ill repute. That's like a whorehouse. So either he way, either said wrong. a house of ill recruit or a house of ill refute. I thought he was saying a house of ill recruits or recruit. To me, it sounded yeah. like fruit. Or maybe it's a play on words because you recruit players. No, I'm pretty I sure that's that. what I'm pretty sure that's what happens in rap. It's lots of plays on words. Yes, so. um, <laughs> yeah, but it's not it's like we're possible. college recruiting players. And it's repute. I think he said a house of ill recruits. Yeah, Me it's too. pretty clear that he's saying that. I don't know if it's pretty. Doctor Dicky, why don't you why don't you tell Where us? Where has he been? I said if he didn't call in by this time, he was dead. I got God rest his soul. I I think he's gone. Well, Something that that Randall him. Handel line Play might the, have um, to be the new. Jay, do you still have the? Do you still have the? On Randall, because he don't know how to handle. Jay, do you yeah. still have the sound effect for when someone passes away when? What's that song? Um, oh. Yeah, the tap. We played it for March song. Yeah, we played it for the DB's asshole dog. Oh, you're the gonna DB's play it for Doctor Dicky? Yeah, we have to. Blandy's right. Must be gone. Oh, we miss you. You know, Doctor Dicky, you really were an important part of this show. Was he not, Blandy? He was. We could always count on him to call in. I'll never forget. That time you shit in your pants, slinging cookies, crumble cookies. Didn't throw out your underwear. You didn't. You, what do you do? Put it in his pocket, he said? <laughs> Put it in his pocket. <laughs> he did. You're such a good man, you would never even waste a pair of good underwear. What do you say he was like working at Crumble with like a lot of teenage girls and he shit his pants, went to the bathroom, took off the underwear, put it in his pocket. I'm sure some of that shit made its way into some crumble cookies. And what I respected about Dr. Dickey is there was no uh -huh. shame in telling that story. No. Just another day at the office. Blandy, keep it going. Just keep right, it going. Go it. Barry's get, just getting into it. Okay. You keep going, Barry. So what are you keep saying, going? Barry? He, no shame. No shame. You know, whether, you know, it's not being able to hold down a job or only getting Wait, a job it, because oh, you know somebody, <laughs> you know? There's no shame in that so, either. No, and he was, remember, he was so close to, he rose the ranks at Crumble. That his parents owned. And then he left to become... A rapper. A rapper. Or and a now maker. Brother Dickie is gone. Off to Brother that rap Dickie. studio up in the sky. Mm. We'll miss you, Brother Dickie. Yeah. We'll and miss you. And I'm sure when you arrived at the pearly gates, 
you looked up at God and you just said, let's fucking go. Let's fucking go. <laughs> yes, sir. Yes, sir. I wonder if he's got a pet ferret up there. I bet you he does. I bet you God's got such a good sense of humor. He set he's Dickie got a, up with yeah. a pet ferret. Named RJ. They, named RJ. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> we'll miss you, Dickie. Right, well, Dr. Dickie, if, um, if you are still here, hopefully that got your attention. And if you're not, well... <laughs> And that was a tribute to you. All right, you all hear that music. It is time for the news with Blanderson Hooper. Big news today. Nick's news. Today? Not today. I mean, well, today because you're giving it to us. Sure. So, uh, James Dolan. A woman has alleged that James Dolan sexually assaulted her. A decade ago, and then set her up to be molested by now disgraced and imprisoned film producer Harvey Weinstein, according to a federal lawsuit that was filed Tuesday in Los Angeles. The plaintiff, a 27-year-old licensed massage therapist uh, back in 2013, was working on a tour for Dolan's band when they were opening for the Eagles. JD in the straight shot, right? <laughs> Uh, He allegedly used his power and influence on the tour to repeatedly manipulate and pressure her to submit to sex with him. He then set him up, or he set her up with uh, Harvey as well uh, for a massage. And then, according to the complaint, Harvey Weinstein um, sexually assaulted her as well. Um Dolan and Weinstein, I guess, were good friends. He was on the board of the Weinstein Company. Uh, apparently, James, though, claims that he had no idea about what a predator uh, Weinstein was. He even wrote a song about it. Um, but yeah, so, of course, he obviously denies this. We shall see where it goes. But yes, he has been accused of sexual assault. Does he say that there was consensual sex between him and this plaintiff i don't know i i'm not sure about that let's see if i could find that quick uh there's no merit to any of these allegations he believes her to be a good person to surprise she would agree to these claims uh there is compelling evidence to back up our position and we look forward to proving it in court so no it doesn't even look like he said yes this happened and it was consensual. It looks like he's saying that there's no merit. That it's totally to, made up to any of this. Yeah, it is completely wow. made up. And when is this? We don't know when this is going to court, right? No, uh, who knows? It might not have not ever make it to court. You know, who who knows? It could end up with some kind of a uh, a deal ahead of time or something. Right. Wow. Because if it were ever to go to court, then you got to worry about discovery. Then they can ask about a whole bunch of different things, and so a lot of times they settle ahead of time to make sure that that doesn't happen because they don't want things to come out that could be embarrassing. I want to know okay. what the hell the Eagles were doing having JD and the straight shot open for them. I mean, it's the Eagles. They couldn't get something better to open for them than James Dolan's Was it at MSG? Fan? It was for was their it tour. At MSG? For they the whole tour? for them on the tour. The whole tour? Yeah. Makes no sense. And you said he wrote a song about Hart not knowing that Harvey Weinstein yes, was um, a predator? 
let's see. He wrote. Yeah, where's the name of the song? You don't have a Shit. clip of it. Um, no let's see. Dolan's song. Oh uh, boy, once. we're gonna be here for like ten minutes now. What are you talking about? I should have known it's called. When did this come lyrics. out? This is brand new. No, it doesn't. We were friends. We were friends. Talked for hours without end about his latest story, how to deal with fame and glory. All the girls who adored him catered to his every whim. Nothing he could lose. All he need to do was choose. I should have known. I should have known. I should have known. Stopped him from these vile attacks. I should have known. Hmm. <laughs> yeah. I'm sure it's a great song. It looks like it's from about five years ago. Oh. Should have known. Yeah. Should have known. Uh, we keep going. Uh, very uplifting story here. Warriors assistant coach Dehan Milojevic oh. died on Wednesday in Utah after suffering a heart attack during the team's private dinner. Fucking crazy. On Tuesday night. The team was having their dinner. He had an emergency medical situation, died the next day, 46 years old. Um, the last two Warriors games have been postponed as a result. He actually was a, a mentor for, uh, for Jokic, for the Joker. Uh, so that's pretty crazy. Uh, I think he's been an assistant with them for about three years or so now. Uh, you've got the Pascal Siakam trade. I mean, I know it happened a couple of days ago, but... You know, Siakam going to the Pacers, the Pacers who were like the highest scoring team in the league to begin with, really didn't give up much to get rid of him other than Bruce Brown, who they only just signed this offseason. But that's going to be a, a pretty good team at this point. You know, obviously the Raptors have turned themselves over to Scotty Barnes. Uh, Josh Giddy, the police in California have announced that he will not be facing any kind of criminal charges. Um, they put out a statement that says, after a thorough and exhaustive examination, we have completed our investigation into information that was circulating on social media. Our detectives have reviewed all the available information, and we are unable to corroborate any criminal activity related to Mr. Giddy. So okay. Josh, is, uh, Josh is off the hook for now. Did you guys hear about this Ryan Rollins story of the Washington Wizards? No. No. So Ryan Rollins was slated to make $1.7 million this year for the Washington Wizards. Okay. On Monday, they waived him. He is a 21-year-old guard with some defensive potential, and people were scratching their heads. Why did they, why did they drop him? And then the next day, he was charged with seven counts of petty larceny in Alexandria, because he was caught shopping, shoplifting, I'm sorry, household items from Target stores on at least seven different occasions. As wow. recently as? Police say in court documents that he stole small household items such as groceries, body wash, and candles from Target on seven different occasions from September 9th to November 9th of this past year. Oh, my God. The guy's God. making 1.7 million bucks and he's stealing deodorant from the local Target. He's thrifty, you know? That's wild. Thrifty. He's probably, save, he's probably saving a lot of money. It's provocative. Uh, it's a class one misdemeanor. I was going to say the fucking same thing, Craig. <laughs> it's wild. In your head is, I was going to say the same thing. It's I provocative. Said it's provocative. <laughs> 
what he's yeah, doing. He could be sent up, <laughs> usually a fine, but he could be sentenced up to a year in jail, although that would be unusual. But, dude, what are you doing? Yeah, it's I nuts. Mean, how much could some deodorant cost? I know there's inflation, but what, what are we doing? What are we doing? Uh, last but not- at, these, at these stores, by the way, I'm not sure how he's shoplifting, but at Target, at these self-checkout lines, you could steal whatever the fuck you want. Yes, basically. Yeah, it's oh, actually. So, yeah, they account uh, for that. There's been articles written about how much these big, big box stores lose. In a lot theft, of stores and, like, are are starting to. Do they eliminate. save that much money in not having cashiers, where it's worth losing? They're it? starting to. Stores are starting to eliminate the self checkout because it's really? becoming too much of an issue. I mean, what yeah, is he doing? Is he dropping deodorant down his pants? Is he just not scanning it on purpose? But like. Not only did he, but he got caught seven times. But, uh, that's the other thing I was going to say. Doing? He must have been horrible at it. Seven counts. <laughs> how, bad, how bad are you at this? How I mean, tall is he? Is, he's funny not enough, tall. Uh, Jay, you know, you, you talk about his defensive prowess. He leads the team in steals. Oh, hey Look at that. That was, that was a, mm, that is a that good was one, a nice right? one. A little late with that because I had to go find it, but that, that works. How tall is he? Now, you know, I was just curious because I was thinking six, four. You know, basketball player. 6'4". Figuring he'd be huge and it's not really the kind of person that gets away with that kind of thing. But 6'4". Sounds six, like a normal... 6'4 is still tall. I, I mean, dude, that, like, you've got to be really, really bad. You know? Really bad to get caught that many times. And you keep going back to the same place and getting caught. Well, you know. At least try a different store. Hit a CVS or a Rite Aid or something. He was trying um, to, you know. Last but to not challenge. least, uh, latest All Star results. I know, Craig, you're not into this kind of stuff usually. Barry, any interest or oh, no? Yeah, here we go. I, I, by the way, I voted like five times the past week. Joe, I know that, we always sit on here and sure complain about difference. it. Sure, that makes We say we difference. never. I'm just saying it was very easy, you know, because I'm on like a Knicks text thing. So the Knicks send out a text like, "Vote now." Oh. It counts three times. You click the link. You put in your players. I'll tell you my my. Um, my votes if you want to hear it or you can just tell me who's leading uh in the eastern conference front court right now it's Giannis, Embiid, and tatum which i don't think is any different from the first time uh randall's there on number nine way behind Giannis. Giannis is at 4.3 million randall's barely over five hundred thousand. yeah and right now for the guards it's halliburton and trey young oh Um, not even maxi no maxi's number five Brunson yeah, is I voted Maxi and Brunson. Brunson actually has Randall double the amount, literally exactly double the amount of votes that Julius Randall has, which is weird. Because you would think if Knicks fans were going in, they'd vote for one and vote for the other. So right. maybe Brunson's getting votes from other people as well. Uh, right. And in the West, it's sense. LeBron, it's it's Jokic, and it's Durant, nope. and then Doncic nope. and Curry at the guard position. Nope. So. I had Doncic and Jokic, but then I had Kawhi and Markin in, in the front court. And I had um I had Doncic and I had Shea. He's number three. And uh that's the way the basketball announces. Alright, that's gonna do it for today's show. That's it. Guys, I went to the gastroenterologist last week okay 
right. got set Before. up for my um, colonoscopy. Okay. What do you mean you got set up? Sixth. What do you mean you got, oh, you got set scheduled. up. Okay. Right. So this is the initial consultation. I had to go for the consultation first because they told me they're an accredited gastroenterologist or colonoscopy place. I don't know. So you have to get a meeting with them like a month before. Right. Sure. So I'm talking to him about like something, some things going on, seeing if he can help other than the colonoscopy. It's my first me- my first visit with him. Recommends a medication for an issue I'm having. And he's like, but there's a, uh, he's like, there's one side effect that I just have to mention, but it's extremely rare. Um, it's not going to happen, but I have to mention it. I was like, well, all right, well, what is it? I was like, it's a, an erection that won't go away. Is that right? That's right. And I was like, won't oh, go away till when? <laughs> yeah, so he, he was like, like you have to go to the hospital. And I was oh. like, that. I was like, has, has that? Have you ever seen that happen for this medication? There's only. I've only seen this happen once. But when it happens, usually it's very hard and it gets bigger. So I've never met this guy. I don't know him. And he's and he instantly goes into the story of the time it happened. Oh really? Oh yeah. Hmm. He was like, so this big black guy came into the <laughs> That's office. That's how the with story a, starts. <laughs> yeah, with a towel around his waist. Okay. Huge penis. No, he takes no, off he... his towel. Yeah, yeah. Takes That's off what his he towel. Says? He's off his towel. He's got this huge erection, huge penis. His wife says, "I think I broke his penis." I was like, she broke his penis. He said, yeah, just giving him a blowjob. Oral sex. Is it, have this you is been a, to this doctor before? Or is this the never. first time you met this doctor? This is the first time you met this doctor? <laughs> yes. <laughs> He's talking to his patients. Isn't like that this? the weirdest shit? Inconceivable. She was like, yeah, I was going down on him. And then he got this big and it won't, it won't go away. I think I broke his penis. He kept saying oral sex. Basically, I'm just telling you guys a story about this doctor who would not stop casually speaking about blowjob and oral sex. From the, and he, he immediately, when he said, like, this big black guy, there were so many things that were making me uncomfortable. Oh, yeah, that's right. to see shove up a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> and he was like, he told me about how he had to go to the hospital and get a train. I was like, so he got that from that medication that you're telling me I should take? He's like, oh, no. It was just from the, the blowjob. And I was like, what? What? <laughs> Let's back up this thing. It was so unnecessary to tell this story. Did, what? I asked him, had he ever seen that happen from the medication? And, and he just went into the story about how he did if see. You, yeah, he thought you were an asking erection if you ever saw an erection. Away. <laughs> yeah, right. What? Right, what have you, you ever seen an erection that lasted a... Yeah, an insane long time. An erection like yeah. that could, you know, so deep, could, could go so deep. Mm. Huh. You got a doors clip. I mean, in it there was too. so big the that the guy one. couldn't put on pants to come to the doctor. He had to, he wore a towel around his waist to the doctor. He he wore a towel, not pants. Not pants. Not because it was too big. The pants couldn't contain it. It's a big black man with a big penis. That was erect. Because his wife was giving him a blowjob. Now that's provocative. 
<laughs> that is provocative. <laughs> Isn't that weird? Have you ever had a doctor talk to you like that? No. Especially one, like, maybe if you knew him, no. and, like, you guys graduated high school together, and then he became your doctor. No. So in two weeks, he's going to be sticking shit up my ass. <laughs> and you might become one of those stories that he tells. <laughs> Hopefully not. Oh, my God. You know what that reminds me of? Let me see if I can find this. Hold on. Hmm. Hmm. Will this be worth the wait? Yeah. Well, meanwhile, let me shout out the phone number in case anybody else wants to get in on this action like Dan did tonight. Uh, 516-33-MESH-1. That's 516-336-3741 to leave us a voicemail, question, comment, thoughts on your current Knicks or anything. Yeah, and you know, since we did kind of, we kind of spontaneously did a very provocative tribute to Dr. Dickey. But if any of you have memories that you want to call in about Dr. Dickey, since he's no longer here, we will play them next week. Put them no together. one knows it's what nice it means, tribute. but it's provocative. No, it's nice. Get some people going. You know what that's like? <laughs> What's that from? Napoleon. What is that? That's, Napoleon. It sounded like Napoleon died. Because it, 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 it's, it's Blades of Glory. Oh. Means, oh. But it's, no one knows. 80 humps? I don't even know what that means. No one knows what it means, but it's provocative. No, it's not. It's it gets gross. the people going. It's it's no, that's a, <laughs> that's, as soon as you kept saying provocative, that's what, that's, that's what I Lady kept humps? thinking of that. And it's at the beginning of a, a Kanye West yeah. show, too. Uh, yeah. Kanye West song. Yeah. And, and Jay-Z. Nobody knows what it means, but it's provocative. Going. <laughs> I was talking about Will Ferrell with my daughter. Really? Recently. Which I just found really funny, because just because he's like the boss in Barbie. Yes. Yeah. It's interesting how you can cross, you know, so many lives. All right, guys. Uh, what, that's it. Until next time. Do we want to do schedule or anything or no? No, fuck that. Who cares? Until next time. <laughs> it is... Everyone has... Everyone knows the schedule. Who are we doing the show for? I don't even know why we ever did that. Do you think people really need to know the schedule? Maybe sometimes they don't it helps know. to know the time of the game because sometimes it's like a weird time. Oh, yeah. What What do you care? Oh, big game. Barry, Saturday, you just watch dude. them all on one... Yeah, tomorrow. Oh, we didn't even mention night. tomorrow night. We didn't even mention Quickly tomorrow night. Quickly Barrett Homecoming. That's big. That's going to be fun. We should have tried to no, go to not. that game. We it's should have tried gonna to fun. That's going to be so that. fucking weird. Has a homecoming ever been that soon? Of course. Will there be a, a tribute to them on the board? Yes or no? I hope we fucking destroy them. I don't think there'll be a tribute to them. No? Not a little video? Not even if... No. Like I mean, I know they played their whole career here, but it, I mean, we're talking like three years. What happens if Quickly is prancing around on our court? Oh, it won't be good. We're fucking lose that because that would mean that we're probably losing. We should destroy them. It's not gonna be prancing if they're losing. Yeah, I don't think we're destroying anybody these days. We, we should be able to destroy them. We couldn't destroy the wizards. It was the second night of a back-to-back, Barry. It doesn't matter. Yes, it I does. Think Julius this team, Rand- this team I think- isn't capable of destroying anybody. What is Julius Randall gonna do in this game? For years, he had to deal with people thinking that this should be RJ's team. I'm talking before Jalen got here. 
always a debate. We should get rid of Randall. Put all our chips on RJ. This is going to be his fucking chance to fucking shut everyone up. Is he just going to destroy him? Oh. I mean, he is like his boy. I don't know. Or are we going to get playoff Randall? Because there's a little pressure there in that game. We will see. I don't know. Randall on the reach around. Maybe he'll do that to RJ because he's. We'll probably so get playoff Julius. No, I, I think. I think Julius will be all right. I expect a big game from Julius. Big game. It should be good vibes, though. I think it's going to be a lot of. It's going to be a fun night. I think both teams are going to be in good moods. Um, I think the Knicks are going to get, a, you know, enjoyment out of uh, seeing those guys again, playing against them on the, on the court. But like, but like Blandy said, hopefully we kick the shit out of them. Yeah, That's what it comes so. down to. They're not, they're not oh. a good team. Absolutely. How hopefully, about hopefully RJ how about goes an OG, three for twenty? How about an OG block on RJ? Ooh. We should put OG on RJ for that whole fucking game. Yeah. I'm sure Tibbs will do that. You know Tibbs will do that. <laughs> Tibbs doesn't want to get shown up. I mean, he might, he's probably going to cover Scotty Barnes. Shut down RJ, you win. All right, guys, until next time, it is a hard... Knicks... Life. It's a hard Knicks life. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.